Hello and welcome to the Like a Boss podcast, where our topics focus on how to walk, talk, and breathe like a boss. I'm your host, April Richardson, and I want to thank you for joining us for our second official podcast. Our topic for today is how to be physically, mentally, and emotionally fit. As promised, we have a special guest gracing us with his presence, the founder and visionary of the Fight Club and No Sweat Fitness, Mr. Jared Smith. How are you doing today? Man, I'm doing wonderful. Doing pretty good. Awesome. So usually during our podcast sessions, we do an affirmation. Since you're here today and Fight Fight Club has an affirmation, well, maybe we can do your Fight Club affirmation this morning. Okay, so the Fight Club affirmation goes like this. I am a fighter. I show up to the fight with plans to fight and plans to win. All right, everyone. So we're going to repeat that after him. If you can do it just a little bit slower, repeat that affirmation for us. I am a fighter. I am a fighter. I show up to the fight. I show up to the fight. With plans to fight. With plans to fight. And plans to win. And plans to win. All right. Awesome. All right. So before we jump into our topic, I want you, Jared, to tell us a little bit about Fight Club and where the vision of Fight Club stems from. So the vision of Fight Club stems from my own personal life. I've had situations where I looked in the mirror and I realized that I had a lot more potential that I wasn't living out. And so Fight Club stems from personal dissatisfaction. At one point in time in my life, I was at a real low point and I had to go through a substance abuse class. And at the time, I fought against um, being in the program until I came to realize that God blessed me with this program to help me walk right and blessed me with the therapists in the program to help me walk right. And so as I was fighting against the program, God showed me I was fighting against him and his help. And once I realized that, I started fighting for him and for myself. And so Fight Club comes out of a desperate need to fight to overcome the enemy within. Sometimes we are our own biggest um, enemies. And if we can overcome ourselves, there's nothing in life that we can't accomplish. Okay, I absolutely love that. Now, jumping right into our topic, many of us spend time, money, and effort, or at least We see it more often than not on our physical fitness, but tend to ignore the process of being mentally and emotionally fit. So what does being mentally and emotionally fit mean to you? Being mentally and emotionally fit means that how you think, feel, and act, there is a balance in your life. Um, A balance in how you handle stress, how you relate to others, and how you make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, especially when you're an adult, when you have things that you have to maintain in your life or responsibilities. Some of the benefits of mental health are realizing your full potential, coping with stress, work productivity, and making meaningful contributions in your community. Okay, awesome. So... I'm going to go into, we all know that we do a business word of the day. So our business word of today is strategy. Strategy is a plan that has been carefully put together to achieve a certain goal. 
Now, many of you may be wondering, what does the word strategy have to do with today's topic of being mentally, physically, and emotionally fit? Well, it has a lot to do with it because I feel that to be mentally, physically, and emotionally fit, you have to have a plan. You have to plan your fitness goals. Just like if you were being physically fit, you have to plan your exercises, you plan your nutrition, your meals, and all that good stuff. I feel like even being emotionally and mentally fit, you still have to plan your self-care. Um, first, let me ask, would you agree? I agree. All right. Would you have any tips on um, whether it's coping with stress, whether it is managing your self-care, managing your stress levels in order to remain mentally and emotionally and in the end physically fit? Yes. Um, one way is to have values. Values mean what is important to you in your life. Values and boundaries. So values is what is your moral compass. And boundaries is how you determine whether someone is crossing the line when it comes to you. So if you don't have your values set in place, it's hard to establish boundaries. Okay. All right. So how would you say, so I know boundaries is a big thing. Um, and it's a big thing that I see a lot in a lot of posts on Instagram, Facebook, but it's one of the things that we as people struggle with the most, especially when we're dealing with people that we love and people that we care about. We don't really like the word no ourselves, so we tend to look at the word no when we're expressing it to someone else to be looked at negatively. So in your opinion, or from your experience, how would you say someone should practice healthy boundaries? Know what you want first of all, and um, be able to communicate that, especially to the, your loved ones or people in your circle. If someone says they love you, they should be able to respect um, what you bring to the table. They should be able to respect your honest opinion. Um, especially, they should be able to respect, respect um, how you feel about certain things. And so those, the way you respect it is having your values. Once you have adopted a certain value standard, then you can work on boundaries. And so if you've already been honest about where you are concerning different areas in your life and, the, and you've explained them, now the individuals in your life kind of know where you are as far as that's concerned. And so the boundaries are set up now. Nobody can really do anything in your life outside of what you've already established. All right, so my next question. In both our business and personal lives, do you feel like our relationships affect our mental, emotional, and even our physical health? Why or why not? Yes, I believe that they affect us. Um, they can both negatively or positively affect us. And it's all about really who you are, kind of to piggyback on having values and boundaries. So your values or your principles are standard of behavior your judgment of what's important in life, okay? And your boundaries are your guidelines, rules, or limits that a person creates or you create to identify reasonable, safe, and permissible ways that others behave towards you and how you respond to them when they pass those limits. And so oftentimes when we 
are in a place where we're getting to know ourselves, we meet up or have relationships with individuals who have strong influence. And so they can literally pull us into their world and we can lose the self identity. Right. And so the reason why I say values is so important is because if you have your standards in place, other individuals, no matter how strong their influence are, you already have a safe boundary where they can't pull you over into their world and start changing how you feel, think or act. Um, we can get lost in our relationships. It's so easy to do. Do it all the time. But at least your values are that voice of conscience in your head that kind of lets you know when you're getting close to a point where you need to address your boundaries or you need to stand behind what you've already set up as far as your boundaries are concerned. So in my book, honestly, the keys of building lasting relationships in my first chapter, No Judgment Zone, I talk about access granted. Access granted is the permission, freedom, or ability that you give someone in your own personal life. Permission or allowance, freedom or privilege, ability or power to do, act, and say as it pertains to your life. Wouldn't we all agree that not everyone should be given that type of permission, freedom, and ability to do, act, and say as it pertains to your life? I believe we, should, we shouldn't take our lives so casually. We have ultimate control of who we let in our lives, and we have the last say on how long they stay and when they should leave. Having high standards allows us to have a measuring stick to measure our relationships by whether they're productive or not, or positive for our lives. We should be able to love people right where they are, but be able to maintain standards in the process. The key is to having a respect in any relationship but we must keep our standards. Okay, so I have a question. Now, since most of our audience are in business, whether they're in business for themselves or they work in a career where they're going to be dealing with people, seeing people, you know, it's one thing when we choose who our family members are. We can't choose that, right? Who we end up with is who we end up with. Who we decide to date is also the same. We can choose that, though. We can choose who we date, who we choose not to date. Unfortunately, in business relationships, many times, some of the people we don't want to deal with, we need in the process to success, whether it's our boss, whether it's a partner, whether it's a co-worker. So when we're talking about access granted and access denied, how do you handle a situation where you really like to deny access, but you can't deny it to the fullest because this is a business relationship that you have to find a way to work through. Okay, so I believe opportunity is a two-sided coin. On one side, you have you, and the other side, opportunity. This is where the negotiation takes place. What you would want out of the situation is as important as what the situation wants out of you. And so the dynamic, dynamic of opportunity is forming the right relationships and also knowing what you're willing to do and what you're not willing to do. So the name of the game is sacrifice. Sometimes people think that they're willing to sacrifice, say, peace for an opportunity. You have to evaluate, is, the, is your losing your peace worth what you're trying to gain? Because your opportunity is trying to gain something out of you, too. And so 
they may not mind if you're losing your mind for this opportunity, but do you mind? If it means that you have to sacrifice your moral standards for an opportunity, that's something that you have to negotiate within yourself before you can make a decision whether you will go into this, this opportunity or not. And so personally, I'm trying to guard myself and my opportunities to evaluate my own moral level and my peace. Because if those things are frustrated, I might not be able to operate at an optimal level. All right. So what I would like to do now is ask you to tell us a little bit more about what you have coming up, what kind of projects. I heard you say you have a book coming out. Tell us a little bit more about the book. What, where can we go to see you, whether it's social media, whether it's a website, what events do you have coming up? Tell us where we can find you at. Okay, so you can find me. Um, my Facebook is Jared Smith. I do fitness training, nosweatfitnessgang.com. It's the website, or you can find me on Facebook at No Sweat Fitness. And I just finished a new book, Honestly, The Keys of Building Lasting Relationships. Um, my Facebook page for that is Welcome to the Fight Club. Fight Club is a, form that a, a platform that I'm creating to motivate, educate, and um, influence individuals to overcome the battle within. August 10th, we have the No Man Left Behind Men's Conference at Unity Christian Center in Montevallo, Alabama, August 10th, which is this Saturday, starting at 10 a.m. Okay. And August 24th, here in Huntsville, Alabama, at the YMCA Hogan from 11 to two o'clock, we have the She Was Made, Your Network Is Your Net Worth event. Awesome. And actually, I'll be hosting the Your Network Is Your Net Worth event. Yay. Can't wait. And since we're talking about the Your Network Is Your Net Worth event, I'll go ahead and let you know that our spotlight business for this podcast episode is Miss Gail Lee Gardner, founder of She Was Made and I Am Blossoms. Gail Lee Gardner is a mega personality behind these two popular movements. A modern day change catalyst, Gail's goal is to remold the culture for women. Her best-selling book co-authored with Kim Coles was only the tip of the iceberg for Gail. Mega beautiful and armed with a tell-it-like-it-is personality, Gail Lee Gardner has been leaving deep footprints. With appearances in private and publicly held conferences sold out weeks in advance, she has also lent her voice in a number of high-profile digital formats such as Huntington Post and high-profile posted podcasts. Utilizing modern technology to drive momentum and community engagement, Gail is easy to find on most social media forums. Conversations and cohesive bonds are concepts that resonate with her deeply. Gail celebrates connections. Her single most mission in business is to provide avenues to help other women develop their businesses, personas, and lifestyles in such a way it does not conflict, harm, or compete. So to find her, you can find her on social media, Gail Lee Gardner, or She Was Made. You can also find her website at www.shewasmade.com. So that's the end of this second Like a Boss podcast. I'm so excited that you guys joined us today. Thank you so much for your continued support. And we will talk to you soon. You have a great rest of your day, lovelies. 
Be like a boss.